Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Reward her, even as she rewarded you, and double unto her according to her works. In the cup which she hath filled, fill to her double, how much she hath glorified herself and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow that she has caused to others, give it back unto her. For she saith in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. Revelations chapter 18, verses 6 through 8. This is a judgment that is pronounced upon mystery Babylon, but so is it upon all those who move in pride and rebellion. So patient and long-suffering is our God, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He offers mercy and pardon. He offers truth and redemption. Yet does judgment come eventually when it is rejected? And it comes eventually in a suddenly for those who refuse his mercies. He is slow to anger and quick to forgive. He is not easily provoked, yet will he not be mocked. And far too often do men in their pride, ignorance, arrogance, and rebellion take his mercies for granted until the suddenly that they never expected finally happens. Oh, don't play games with God. You won't win. Grab hold of his mercies and compassion while he is offering it. Run to him in humble submission and put your trust in the teachings of Jesus. Lay down your vain imaginations. Give up your own concepts and precepts of salvation. Cry out to him while it is still day because the time will come when it is too late and it will come suddenly individually corporately nationally it's all the same one day we face a judgment so humble yourself now and repent and do what jesus said or face the wrath of an angry god who has been more than patient and willing to pardon Though for far too long have the undeserving recipients of his words, grace, wisdom, and love ignored him. Because though we do not like to think of it, his mercies do run out eventually. And then the judgment. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 11 we read this, Because the sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily. Therefore, 
the heart of the sons of men is fully set within them to do evil. Yet I tell you that though a sinner do evil a hundred times and his days may seem to be prolonged, yet surely I know that in the end it will be well only with them that fear God, which tremble before him. But it shall not be well with the wicked, neither shall he prolong their days, which are as a shadow, because he did not fear before the Lord. He is the creator of heaven and earth. The Lord God Almighty, omnipotent, he is king and he is on his throne. And in his great mercy, he came down in absolute humility and servanthood and selflessness to give us the truth and an example of it. So that on the day of judgment, there would be no excuse for our refusal to obey it. I don't care what anyone has told you, my friend. I tell you today, according to the word of God, we will be held accountable on whether or not we believed what was written in the scriptures, what Jesus sacrificed to teach us. And you can't say you believed it if you didn't obey it, if you didn't live by it, if you didn't repent of your sins and turn away. Because Jesus told us that except you repent, you will all likewise perish. My friend, I got to give you the true gospel of Jesus. There is a judgment seat coming and the devil might try to tell you that you're a good person and it's okay, you put aside this or that. But the word of God is clear that we are all already damned. This world should have been destroyed 2,000 years ago except for what Jesus did at Calvary. He bought us some time. He made a way of escape. The sentence has already been given. The judgment has already been laid. If you do absolutely nothing, not good or not bad, from this day forward, without the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, you will still go to hell because there is a judgment. Man fell in the garden. And since that time, everyone was in agreement and alignment with the enemy. By nature, they followed his leading. Jesus came and sacrificed himself to make atonement for our sin, but you have to receive it. You have to tell him that you believe it. You have to ask him to wash you with his blood and to forgive you of your sins and your trespasses and you have to repent you have to choose to turn away from it and follow after Jesus daily seeking the leading of his Holy Spirit to teach you to convict you to feel you to use you you've got to abide in the truth in other words remain there because the Bible is clear that only those who endure till the end shall be saved there's a judgment coming and it's gonna be suddenly For every individual person, you never know when that moment comes, when you take your last breath, you might not get another chance to get it right with Jesus. I'll ask him today to teach you, to use you for his purposes, to help you to understand his words and precepts. For every nation under heaven, there will come a moment of reckoning. And it will come very unexpected in a suddenly and eventually at the end of all things, the entire world will face the judgment seat of Christ. 
And the scriptures tell us that it will be just as it was in the days of Noah. People will be eating and drinking and marrying and going about their daily lives thinking everything is all right. And in a suddenly everything will shift. Everything will change. Yes, there will be birth pains. Yes, there will be signs for those who are awake and able to see it. But for the deceived masses, it will come just as unexpectedly as the rain came from heaven. And when they looked up and saw it, they ran to the ark and began to bang on it. But God himself had shut the door. There comes a point at which there's no more mercy. There's no more chances. If you hear his voice today reigning over you, conviction, do not harden your heart like they did in the day of provocation in the wilderness when they provoked God to wrath. And it says that he did not let them enter into the promise because they didn't believe him. The devil will tell you that there's always another chance to get it right, but he's lying because eventually the mercy runs out and then the judgment oh yes god is patient and long-suffering towards us but ecclesiastes tells us that sometimes that patience just makes us more complacent because we forget how real the punishment for sin really is here is wisdom my friend repent turn away and run from it In Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12, it says, Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called day, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ. If, if, if we hold from the beginning our confidence steadfast unto the end. While it is said today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. For some, when they had heard, did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses, but with whom was it that God was grieved for forty years in the wilderness? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest? It was them that believed not. And so we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief oh lord let it not be found in me or anyone under the sound of my voice the scripture tells us in that very passage that we are to remind each other of this daily yet the modern church doesn't preach the repentance of sin or call out sin for what it is or tell us that we have to run from it and walk a holy and righteous life obedient to the word of god It says that's old-fashioned. It says that's irrelevant. It says that's not needed. That's fear-mongering. My friend, the Word of God says that if you love them, you will tell them and remind them every day if that's what it takes to keep them from the judgment. 
The world tells you you're a good person, you're going to be okay. But the Bible says, no, there is none good, not one. There is only one way of escape from the judgment to come. Everyone will face it except that they be found hidden in Jesus. Are you standing with him? Because if not, when the lion of the tribe of Judah comes roaring, you're going to be found amongst those who stand against him. In that great battle of Armageddon, my friend, you will not win it. The Bible says that many will fight against him and think that they serve him. They will think they're fighting for him. How great will the great deception be? Because they didn't truly know him. They didn't spend time with him. They didn't pray. They didn't seek. They didn't fast. They didn't get in the word and learn the truth. He paid too high a price to deliver that truth to you for you to take it so lightly that you would just listen to what somebody tells you. It says you better read it for yourself while you still can. Sin will damn your soul to hell. Selfishness, pride, greed, materialism, lust, perversion, promiscuity, following the leading of anything other than the teachings of Jesus. He didn't have to come and save us and offer his life to redeem us. He didn't have to come to suffer, be shamed, be mocked, be slaughtered like a lamb in order to speak those truths to us. He didn't have to come and make a way of escape from the judgment for you. But it was the love and humility of the creator of all things that did it. You better appreciate it and humble yourselves before him as part of this lowly creation and thank him for it. Receive it. Seek him daily that you might remain in it and not start straying because sin will damn you all over again. Because when you start following the leading of any other voice, you will walk away from him. I warn you today that there's a judgment coming. Yes, each of us individually will face it one day. Many of us will face it nationally, and the whole world will face it globally. There is shaking and trembling and fires and weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is not old-fashioned preaching. This is the truth that Jesus died to bring us. Don't waste the sacrifice. Take it serious. Grab hold of the life raft. Grab hold of the Ark of the New Covenant that is Jesus while you still can because eventually the door shuts for all of us. When that happens, we're going to want to be found hidden inside of him and not on the outside, banging to get in. See, the Bible tells us that Jesus stands at the door and knocks now. And that if we will invite him in, he will come in and sup with us, fellowship, commune, speak, teach, disciple. He will live. He will abide. He will come in. But if we reject him, there's going to come a day that we're found on the outside knocking, trying to get in. And just like we refuse to open to him, he'll refuse to open to us. Run to Jesus now. Don't abuse his patience. Don't misuse his kindness. Don't refuse his mercies. He stands at the door and knocks, but the day is fast approaching when the tables will turn, the lion will roar, and God himself will shut the door. I pray that when that day happens, we'll already be inside the ark 
supping and fellowshipping and abiding with Christ. Don't think that you will know when it's going to happen. You have to be ready for it every moment. The Bible says that that day will come when we least expect it. A long season of patient mercy and then a shift in sudden judgment. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.